During the COVID-19 pandemic, Public School in Mishkena, along with so many other schools around the country, turned to online teaching as a means to continue our education. Teachers and students alike learned dramatically how to access learning resources, conduct live online classes and communicate in this virtual world. This technological revolution, however, also saw the emergence of a whole generation of adolescents who were exposed on an unprecedented scale to digital technology. In September 2022, the students of Public School in Brishkena learned that the school would conduct a social experiment. Mobile phones, the devices that kept us connected during the pandemic, would be banned during school hours. As the trial period comes to an end and the new phone policy comes under review, we decided it's time to ask to be or not to be without our mobile phones. Earlier this week, Gerald O'Sullivan from Fifth Year sat down with school principal Mr Healy and asked him to explain the rationale behind the introduction of the phone policy in the first place. Thank you for joining me today, Mr Healy. Our first question for you is what prompted the revision of the phone rule and bringing in a different rule. Okay, and thanks Gerald and thanks for taking the time to listen to my views, I suppose. Um, I'll try and make them brief. I think um, COVID changed the use of mobile phones in this school dramatically. So we saw students stuck on phones all the time in between mm -hmm. changes in classes. They were in their homerooms, students at that stage. Um, and certainly we're getting a lot of feedback that they're on their phones all the time, they're on their phones all the time, they're on their phones all the time. Um, and, and we certainly saw that. So that, that's what kind of gave us a bit of a sharp focus on we better do something about this because we want this to be a learning environment first and foremost. And technology is a part to play in that as well before you ask me. Okay. And since COVID, obviously, we've become more reliant on online learning over COVID. It was solely based on it. And now we're trying to get back to more in-school learning. Do you see that it's having any negative effects, not having the access to the technology to access online resources and et cetera for schoolwork oh, during yeah. school? Like there's a place, we're going to live in a world with mobile phones and the technologies that you've talked about there, online, Zoom, everything. Um, so it really is about just trying to find that balance and we're trying to hit that balance. Like one of our job as educators, I suppose, is to try and steer students the right direction and try and say to them, listen, we don't think this is very good for you. Um, I think the overwhelming feedback we're getting from parents is that like they're delighted that we've stopped students being on mobile phones for a while. Um, I think one parent said to me, we know it's working because the batteries are fully charged <laughs> when they come home. Um, but it is striking a balance. Like to answer your question, technology has a part to play in education and, and a huge part to play in education. It's just trying to find that balance there. Um, one okay. of the issues we had, I suppose, with the mobile phones is every time a student picked up their mobile phone, a teacher couldn't see whether they were on what they wanted them to be on or whether they were on their notifications coming in from WhatsApp or Instagram or Snapchat or okay. TikTok or whatever it is yeah, that's yeah. coming in. So that's the dilemma for us, you know? Okay. And you, after carrying out, like you said, a survey of many of the different areas of the school, so parents, students, teachers, etc. I think we've seen from the student council, as we heard earlier, that most of the students are looking to have the rules amended. Obviously, some then are happy with it and would like it to be stay in place. Are you foreseeing that you'll be making any changes to yeah, it yeah. in this school year? 
Well, I suppose we, we ran it as a trial. I think we might have to extend the trial because we're running out of time to, to dissect all this information that's come back. And I suppose we've had the most consultative process that we've ever had in relation to a, a change in policy. So we've listened to the student voice, which has been loud and clear, and you've summed it up wonderfully there. There are some people happy enough that this mobile phone policy that we have at the moment is working well. There's more social interaction between students. You know, the argument you make that first years don't know the difference because they never had phones probably in primary school. Um, so there's that argument coming across. And then there's also the argument from students coming across that we need it for learning. If students are being honest with each other, um, if they turned off, if we had some way of blocking all the social media coming in here, we wouldn't need it. Like that is the problem. The amount of time that students are spending on social media on mindless TikTok and Snapchat and like it, you know, as a parent of teenagers, I, I, I see it as well, like, you know, but look, that's one consultation. Mm -hmm. and we've also had it with parents and like they, we, we will share that with the students as well. They're resounding. Don't you dare change the policy you've brought in. It's fantastic. We're delighted with you as a school. Keep it going. And teachers. Yeah, there's some teachers that would like to use the technologies in classes from an educational point of view. Again, same thing. If we could control the social media, the um, texting each other and stuff like that, then I don't think we'd have every pro we'd, we'd have any problem with phones, you know, at all. But we can't. That's our biggest issue. The okay. old mobile phone policy was unimplementable. Yes. And that's why we really looked at changing it. So hopefully I'm giving some flavor of what's yeah. coming back. But we, we would like to share that with the student council. You know. Okay, so you're going to speak to the student council and have a further look at the results that you're getting from different surveys and consultations and yeah. make a decision then? Yeah, I, th I think um, we've, we've, we're running out of time as the week comes this week. We had said it was a trial up until the end of this week. Um, we'd probably extend that by a week and then get back to the student council, talk to our parents' associations and talk to our staff again. Um, and maybe some tweaks in it, some, some minor tweaks in it, I would say, going forward. But... And we do think it's making a hell of a difference um, socially at break times, particularly the 11 o'clock break. And mm -hmm. uh, I'd say if students were honest with themselves, they'd probably say it's, a, it's not a bad rule okay. either, like okay. if they were honest with themselves. That's great. But thanks thanks thank for you. joining thanks, us. Thanks, Thank you. Sullivan and Mr. Healy, Principal at Public School. I'm Aidan O'Neill and today we are joined by a number of students to see what they think of the policy so far. Are they happy for it to continue? So thank you all for joining me here and I'm just wondering if you could tell me your name and whether you're for or against the policy. Um, I'm Lucy and I'm for the policy. I'm Jason and I am against the policy. I'm Tiernan and I'm against the policy. With the introduction of the phone ban, there's obviously been some pros and cons to the phone ban. What, what are your main pros for the phone ban? Um, I definitely think um, it encourages people to you know, converse with each other more, like in between classes, walking to class, like people are less likely to go on their phones now. Obviously the teachers are like more strict about confiscating them. Just the fact that knowing if you take it out, it's gonna be confiscated, like, it just encouraged people to not be on it as much and it just I think it improves performance overall for everyone really. That's a good point but Jason have you anything to say on that? Do you think 
Well, I feel that there can be an influence on phones over social life. I do feel that if you were going to talk to someone, it doesn't matter if you have your phone or not, you're going to talk to them anyway. And if you're not, you're not just standing in a corner. Instead, you can be on your phone doing something. I, I guess um, some people, for sure, like it's, it makes sense that people who might be less social can have their phones as like an escape if they don't want to just, as you said, be standing in a corner. Um, but I think... You know, even though it's uncomfortable, um, ha removing the phone from the equation like can encourage people to maybe try and make new friends. And if like you're struggling in a social setting, you can always you can always leave. You know, the phone doesn't need to be the only escape because I think having the phone as your one escape is just making you even more dependent on it, and that's just damaging for you know your mental health in general. Being so dependent on something. Tiernan, what do you think does phone do you think phones have a big effect on young people's mental health? I think I think the phones can really affect your mental health with, you know, having friends from different countries and not being able to contact them daily and all the time like you were able to last year. And you feel like that you could have a best friend who lives over in England who now you can't contact because you're not allowed your phone for six hours of the day. By having your phones at lunch it, you're really more focusing on like having your food then going back to your locker check if you have your books so you don't really have time to contact your parents contact your friends see if um, see if you're leaving early see if you have enough money or anything like that and do you think that is the place for school do you think that you should have to have that reliance like you shouldn't have this these kind of things organized in the morning do you find that it's maybe having the phone policy is it making students more organised or do you think, if anything, it's making them more scattered, I suppose? Um, I think it's very awkward for when it comes to break and when it comes to lunch, trying to pay for your food. If you use your phone to tap, you can't buy stuff at break, especially if you're hungry, because you have teachers in the caf cafeteria who will confiscate your phone if you take it out. You have to either look at your phone to see how much you have or then you mightn't be able to get food because you might get your phone taken off you. Lucy, what's your, have you anything to say on, on those points? Um, in terms of Revolut, I have, a, I have a card. You know, everyone who's under 16 isn't allowed to pay on their phone. And um, it is only like eight euro, I think, to order a card online. Um, so it's not like paying on your phone is the only option. And I know you said that when you do use a card, you have to use your phone to check your balance. But is it not possible that you could just check your balance in the morning? Like, it's only one first break that you don't know what your balance is. Like, surely you can just remember, you know? Yeah, but, um, like, the other day, um, I wasn't sure how much money I had. And I hadn't had time to have breakfast, so I wanted to get into East Bus. I had to take out my phone to check, because I wasn't sure if my mom had added money to my account. Yeah, my phone got confiscated for checking my balance to see if I could have enough money to get something for a break. And because of that then, I, uh, um, because of that then, the teacher didn't understand that my phone was also, uh, my card was also on my phone. So I couldn't take it out for lunch either. So if, if the teacher won't let you like have, take your card or your phone or understand that you have to pay with your phone, then that's, that means you've no way to get lunch or anything throughout the rest of the day. That is a good point. Lucy, have you anything to say on that? The um, confiscating of the phones? Yeah, I, I agree. Like, it's, it's, it's tough. But, um, you know, if your card is in your phone, but I'm assuming that if you go to the office and ask for 
the card from your phone without having any interaction with your phone, like they'll probably give it to you. Did you have like, oh, did you, you did you, you ask to get your card from no. your phone? I mean, like where you use your phone to tap and pay. So like if you if you don't have any other money and you need to use your phone to tap and pay because you don't have a card with you at the time, then that means that you can't get lunch that day or you can't do whatever until the school day's over. And if you get caught again with your phone, they'll confiscate it for 24 hours. So that means even if you're doing something that evening, you have to go without the phone. And I think them taking the phone for 24 hours overnight is unfair on the students because they could need to access a lift home by texting one of their friends or they might need to run to the shop to get something for dinner or something like that. But now they can't because their phone's being kept in school overnight. Yeah, I do actually agree with that's the confiscating of the phones is it's a positive, but it's also a flaw. Um, I think it could be improved. Definitely. I don't think it needs to be taken overnight. Um, like that's unnecessary. And the whole point of the phone policy is not to be on your phone during school. So why should it affect what you're doing after school hours? So I think I would agree with you there, like as a flaw of it. But I think that the pros definitely outweigh the cons. And that is probably just the biggest con. Jason, have you any idea how many hours a day people spend on their phones? Is this policy in the school decreasing that amount, do you think? or I don't know any statistics or anything, but the younger generation is spending a lot more time on their phones, but I don't feel that that is a bad thing. They are often socializing on their phones with in ways that they can't normally do outside of school, mm -hmm. such as talking to people online or meeting up with friends in other countries. So I feel that's a very positive thing to be able to make more friends and have a broader range of relationships like that. So to cut that off, I feel, is a con rather than a pro to reduce the hours. Lucy? Um, that I think what you're saying is true, but in reality, like we all know, they're not all as positive as we make out, you know, when we're talking about how as teenagers, we like deny that they're really having such control over their, our lives when they really are. Like even when you're doing your homework and like you just want to be on it and that could like distract you from your studies and I think maybe having um, like a, the lack of your phone during school and like realizing that you actually can get more done might you know in the long run encourage people to be on it less at home and that like might improve their performance with homework and everything because I find I'm on my phone when I come home from school and then I struggle to like get started with my homework and it just gets later and later and I think that if like I wasn't on my phone for the whole day at school yes you might argue that I would be maybe like more in need of it when I go home but it might just encourage people to like not going it as much. Jason, have you anything to say on that point? That is true, but as you said, it may feel people may feel that they need to spend more time on it at home. Now, I've personally felt this as well, as by the time I get home, I haven't had time to check notifications or messages or all the other things that I need to check, which means I have to spend about an hour going through all of that. For some people, it's probably less, but for some people, it's definitely more than that. And it can delay the amount of work you're getting done and push back how long you're starting your work for. Do you think that if we were allowed to go on our phones during break without fear of it being confiscated, that that might, um, you know, get rid of some of that time you're spending after school because... For me, it absolutely would. Yeah. Before, the before the phone ban, I was spending way less time on my phone at home. And now after it, I'm having to make up for that time that I'm missing in school. Yeah, I think that, um, like, allowing people to be on their phones at break would definitely improve it. And I think, like, in general, if 
people um, realize that, you know, that with the policy, it's like reasonable and fair that they're going to be more likely to um, like agree with it and follow it. And if it was, if we were allowed to be on our phones at break, it would, I think it would really encourage people to actually, you know, um, follow the policy. So I think that is one thing that you could, we could definitely change about it. And Lucy, do you find the school kind of contradicting itself by telling us not to use our phones, but then our homework has constantly been posted on SchoolWise and other resources like email? Do you find that that's contradicting what the school is trying to teach? Or do you think... I think, no, I think that um, having so much of the homework and stuff online is, you know, good if you're out, especially because sometimes you can't, like, trust people to give you the correct, like, information. So I don't think that's a negative, necessarily. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's good that everything is online. When, not everything, but a lot of the things we do are online when we go home in terms of school because it's just so easy to find out. And it, yeah, I, yeah I, totally, I totally understand what you're trying to say. Tiernan, what do you what do you hope to come from the school ban? If it is if the school ban, the phone ban, says I, if it is to stay or to go, what what do you hope to happen? Do you hope that it will just be at a small break? It'll be returned to we're allowed to have our phones, or is there any other changes you'd like to see happen? I think for our for like the phone policy, we should be allowed keep it in our bags instead of having it in our lockers, because within our lockers, it, it all it takes is for someone to know your code and they can steal your phone. But if you have it in your bag and your notification goes off, then that means a teacher can confiscate the phone off you. And I think we should be allowed to have the phone at break to like reduce the amount of hours we're on it at home. And with the phones being in your bags, I think teachers should be less strict about notifications going off during class. As, as long as you're not on your phone or it's not in your pocket, I feel teachers, they shouldn't be giving out to you as much or take your phone off you for a notification going off because you're not, that doesn't necessarily mean you're on your phone. It's just alerting, alerting that someone's texting you or that someone's after trying to ring you or something like that. And then they say that, oh, I'll post the homework on school-wise. You're, you're getting in trouble then the next day because you can't access you can't access anything. The teacher's giving out to you even though they're the one who took your phone off you. So. I think uh, on your point on if the phones were going off to in, in, in the best interest of both sides of the argument, I think that if 23 phones were binging, it would, it would, it would be a big distraction from yeah, the class. I think it's an easy option to just power off or silence or put your phone on do not disturb. But I think, yeah, it's fair to say that they could allow us to put it, the phones in our bags instead of our lockers. Um, so I think that is another change that like they could possibly make when in, when improving the ban. So I'll finish up by, do you think that your points as the student body will be listened to or do you think that maybe the, the principal and the school will overrun and do what they believe is best for the student body? Um, it's hard to tell. I mean, a lot of people from the student council say that even though they're on the student council, a lot of the time their opinions and their like feelings aren't heard. So I don't know if they will. I hope they will because you know we're the people who the ban is actually the policy is actually affecting. But like I just can't be sure really. I mean they're supposed to be doing surveys, but I don't know how seriously they will actually take those. Yeah, boys, what do you think? 
Well, from what I've seen, students very rarely have a say in what goes on in the school, as Mr. Healy has claimed that the student council voted in favor of the phone ban when they postponed the vote and never voted on it. Interesting points. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us here today. Definitely a great... I don't know what I can't, I can't word my words. Um, no, definitely um, beneficial to hear both sides of the phone ban policy. And I'm sure in time to come, we'll find out if it's going to stay or go. And will we to be or not to be without our mobile phones? So thank you again for joining us here, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Um, so please give us a follow on Spotify or whatever platform you may listen to. Um, and thank you again for listening to us this week on From the Third Floor. <laughs>